What were you doing 20 years ago? Think back to the year 2004. What season of life were you in? Where did you live? What church did you attend? Do you even remember 2004? It's amazing to me that some of you here hadn't even been born yet. But for those of you who were, to help jog your memory, allow me to mention a few highlights from that year. In 2004, Facebook was first launched. Whoa. Shrek 2 hit theaters and later became the highest grossing film of that year. Here we go, the 10th and final season of the popular television sitcom Friends was aired on NBC. And then for you sports fans, the Red Sox finally won the World Series, their first since 1918, breaking the curse of the Bambino from when they sold Babe Ruth to the Yankees. And then finally, George W. Bush was re-elected president, defeating Senator John Kerry. All of this occurred 20 years ago. Back in 2004, I was still in seminary while serving at a Baptist church in the Dallas area. My wife of three years had the coolest job. Speaking of baseball, she worked for the Texas Rangers. Her office was inside their ballpark overlooking the playing field. It was awesome. And at that time, we had no kids, no money, <laughs> and matching white Nissan Altimas. <laughs> we were so cute. <laughs> and little did we know that at the same time, there was a group of hurting and distraught Anglicans in a town we had never heard of, Jackson, Tennessee. Folks who had found themselves without a church home, not knowing what was in store for them. And so they began meeting together in homes, praying and dreaming and doing their best to discern the Spirit's leading until it finally became apparent God was giving birth to a new community, a church called All Saints. Much occurred in just a few short months during that first year of 2004. A building was purchased. Weekly services on Sunday were coordinated. And then Bishop Gideon Gathiga in Kenya was contacted, and he agreed to provide emergency temporary oversight for this new congregation. Soon afterwards, Father Chuck, who is sitting up here with us, was installed as our first rector. These are huge things that happened in a short amount of time, which is why those early members of All Saints often describe our beginnings as a story of miracles. Miracle after miracle, fueled by the prayers of the people. And now here we are today in 2024, 20 years later. 20 years, one vision. That's been our theme this weekend for our parish summit as we have been giving thanks to God for this church and celebrating the many ways in which the Spirit has been at work among us. So what I would like to do with the remainder of this sermon, a sermon that rolls around once a year called the State of the Church, 
is to remind us once again what we're all about. To call us to that one vision that is the thread that holds these 20 years together. The thread that must continue on for the next 20 years and the thread that takes us all the way back to Jesus. And so, speaking of Jesus, let's start there with our gospel reading for today. For the last few weeks, we've been in the first chapter of Mark's gospel. That's because we're in the season of Epiphany, the season that marks the beginning of Jesus' ministry. That word Epiphany means manifestation or revelation. And so this is when Jesus begins to reveal himself to the world. Now, beginnings, as we all know, are important for understanding who we are in the present, right? So the birth narrative of all saints from 20 years ago, that's important for us to revisit and retell because it sets the trajectory for who we are today. The beginning of a story, the beginning of a country, the beginning of a business or or an organization, these beginnings all set the trajectory for what becomes in the present. Well, that's what Mark chapter 1 is about. It is the beginning point of Jesus' ministry. It, it, It sets the trajectory. In fact, listen to the very first words of the book of Mark. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then from there, Mark moves on to John, who is the forerunner of Jesus, the one who's preparing the way. And so we watch as John baptizes Jesus in the Jordan River, marking the start of Jesus's public ministry. And then, as we saw last week, after John is arrested, Mark provides us with the thesis statement, if you will, of Jesus's entire ministry. You remember this. The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is here. Repent and believe this good news. This is what Jesus is all about. This is the thread that holds our 20 years together, reaching all the way back 2,000 years to Jesus himself. The kingdom of God is here. And then, immediately after this summary statement, Mark relates six different events that give us a taste of what this kingdom ministry of Jesus will be like. And though these six events are independent from each other, they have all been arranged by Mark as a sort of, you know, uh, an average day in the life of Jesus. What might an average day in the kingdom of God look like for Jesus? Well, Mark tells us, Jesus recruits people to follow him. He teaches in the synagogue. He casts out evil spirits. He heals the sick. He withdraws for prayer. And then toward the end of the chapter, when his disciples track him down because the crowds are clamoring for more, Jesus says, no, let us go instead to the next towns that we might do the same kinds of things there. For this is what I came to do. You see, Jesus' ministry begins with the revelation that the kingdom of God is here, and this is what it looks like. That is Mark chapter 1. 
So now, as we take a closer look at today's reading, one of those six events, by the way, the one about the man with the unclean spirit, we see this thread of the kingdom of God emphasized in a particular way. Because what is notable about this story is its context. In our gospel reading today, Jesus expels this unclean spirit in the context of a teaching seminar, right? Jesus was teaching in a synagogue as one having authority when this incident occurs. And then immediately after Jesus cast out the evil spirit, listen to everyone's reaction. The text says, they were all amazed and they kept asking one another, what is this? A new teaching. Interesting. They interpreted this miracle as a teaching. Now, given the fact that the Gospel of Mark is the shortest of all four Gospels, it's striking that the references to Jesus as teacher are much more frequent in Mark than in any other Gospel. And even more interesting is that Mark describes Jesus as a teacher, especially when he does miracles. So Mark says, the teacher calms the storm. The teacher raises the dead girl. The teacher feeds the hungry. The teacher cures an epileptic. And the teacher curses the fig tree. You see, Mark makes the point over and over again, Jesus, the miracle worker, is the teacher. And yet, unlike, for example, the Gospel of Matthew, Mark rarely gives the content of Jesus' teaching. You know, when Matthew says that Jesus taught with authority, boy, we're given large blocks of teaching material like his famous Sermon on the Mount. But in Mark, when essentially the same expression occurs, there is little indication of what Jesus is actually saying in these moments, which seems to suggest that Mark is wanting us to know something. He wants us to know that Jesus teaches by showing, right? Showing his disciples what it looks like to live in the kingdom of God. The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is here. Come, follow me. Let me show you. Let me teach you what life in the kingdom of God is supposed to look like. I mean, gee, isn't this what a disciple is, right? A student of a rabbi, of a teacher? As disciples, as Christians, all of us, we are all learners, right? We are all learning how to follow Jesus, learning how to live together in this space where God dwells, learning how God's will is done on earth among us as it is in heaven. We're learning how to live in the kingdom of God. That's our thread, right? That's the one vision that holds these 20 years together, learning how to live in the kingdom of God. That is what All Saints is about. Now, there are a lot of different ways that we can articulate this thread, isn't there? Life in the goodness of God. Life under the reign of God. Or, as we say quite often here at All Saints, sharing in the life of God for the life of the world. This is life in the kingdom of God. And we're all learning how to do this under the guidance of Jesus and in the power of the Holy Spirit. 
That's the thread that reaches all the way back to Jesus, that reaches back to Walter Townsend's living room 20 years ago, and that will carry us forward into the next two decades and beyond. So, 20 years in, how are we doing with this thread, with staying faithful to this one vision? What is the state of the church here at All Saints? Well, if you had the opportunity to participate in any part of this weekend's parish summit, then you already know the answer to that question. Or if you had the opportunity to participate lately in our common life together here at All Saints, joining others in practices of common prayer, common learning, and common service, then you already know the answer to this question. In all the changes we've experienced as a church over the last 20 years, low especially over just this last year, right, as we've brought on new staff, ordained new clergy, began new ministries, started a new church, moved into a new building, offered a new formation hour, made the decision to move into a new diocese. Even in all of these changes, Yes, we are keeping the main thing the main thing. We are learning how to live in the kingdom of God. We are learning how to share in the life of God for the life of the world. Not to say that we're perfect, right? We have our flaws. There's much room for us to grow. Don't hear me wrong, but the Spirit is among us, and He's on the move. He's stirring in our hearts. He's breaking our hearts for this community. And he's binding our hearts together. My friends, the spirit is on the move. It's as if there are these seeds just beneath the surface of our common life together. Seeds that are about to break open and burst forth, producing fruit that is beyond what we can ask for or imagine. There are rumblings of the Spirit among us, aren't there? Rumblings of God's kingdom come. And over this weekend, we caught a glimpse of some of these rumblings, didn't we? We caught a glimpse of what our continued support of church planting might look like. We caught a glimpse of what might become of our Mission Abbey gardens, those beautiful and soon-to-be outdoor spaces that will invite others into God's presence through prayer and contemplation. We caught a glimpse of how the Spirit is working in a new ministry of ours, the ministry of community engagement, and the endless possibilities for us as a church to be a people for the life of the world. Over this weekend, we caught a glimpse of how the formation of our children, our youth, and our college students, how that is already raising up followers of Jesus who have been formed, have been taught how to live in and build up the kingdom of God. My friends, the state of all saints is beautiful, it's healthy, and strong because together we have kept a firm grip on that thread, that one vision that has held these 20 years together, that thread that goes all the way back to Jesus and will carry us forward into the future. Praise the Lord Jesus is teaching us how to live in the kingdom of God here 
in Jackson. Praise the Lord, by the grace of God, we are holding on to that thread. And so I think it is appropriate to close with a question that I want you to take home with you this morning. A question that will affect who you will become over the next 20 years. All the way, if you can imagine, to 2044. And the question is this. In what ways are you letting Jesus teach you how to live in the kingdom of God? Your family, your workplace, your spare time, your involvement in the community. In what ways are you letting Jesus teach you how to live in the kingdom of God? I want you to think about that over the next few moments. How is Jesus teaching you right now to live in the kingdom of God? How are you holding on to that thread?